Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. When you're next to me, this, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, is that not the truth or not? There you go. Today is Tuesday, February the 2nd of 2021, day 33 of the year, and only 332 days left before the end of the 2021 scenario. So is that 2021 Anyways, that's a whole other story. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, just in case. And we are coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That's safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, safetyfm. I think it's safety.fm. Man, there's so many different ones. I'm not even sure where we're at. And, of course, we're coming to you across the different platforms that are readily available depending on where you want to stream, such as the Twitches of the world, Facebook, LinkedIn, and so on. And besides that we're there, we're also being infiltrated. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. So that's what's going on. We are coming across everything that's possible at this particular moment in time to be able to do this, hang out, and so on. Anyway, so I was told yesterday, which I was not aware of until after the factoid, that we had been booted off of LinkedIn yesterday. And yes, it seemed like that was the truth. So yesterday's show did not appear on LinkedIn. That's perfectly fine. Things do tend to happen. Doesn't hurt my feelings, but just in case, if you were looking for it, we are right off of there just in case i'm not too gung-ho about it i mean those things do happen but hey life goes on dear john we are available on a multiverse of different places in case if you're looking for that anyway so let's start talking about what is going on inside of the world and as it is, is always on tuesday we talk about the trends the trends the trends the trends the trends so right now let's talk to you about what is exactly trending inside of the world of music because i think that that's going to be important So let's talk about this right now. According to iTunes Music, let me give you the top five songs in the number five spot. Here we go. Ed Sheeran, Afterglow. So good to hear that he's still holding on to the afterglow in the number four spot. We got Morgan Wallen with Wasted On You. Oh, 
Okay, so that's Morgan Wallen with Wasted on You at the number four spot, according to iTunes Music. And performing this weekend, still making the rounds in the top five year later after the song coming out. This is The weekend with Blinding Lights. Because I can see the sun light up the sky. So I hit the road and overdrive, baby. Okay, so that is in the number three spot, and then in, or in the number two spot. Sorry, no, I lied to you. That was a number three in the number two spot. Well, some of those Disney hanks that is still going on, the Disney angst that is happening right now as we speak, and this is the number two spot with Olivia Rodrigo and driver's license. I'm tired of hearing how much I miss you, but I kind of feel sorry for them because they'll never know you the way that I do. Yeah, today I drove through the suburbs and pictured I was driving home to you. Okay, so there you go. That is Olivia Rodrigo with that. And then at the number one spot, this is new. This is new in the number one spot. Let's go ahead and give it to you right now. And here we go. This is Tom McDonald. Not McDonald, but MacDonald with Fake Woke. People screaming facts, but they fake woke. Hate their neighbor because he wears a mask or he stays home. Has a daughter, but his favorite artist said he slays hoes. Picks her up from school, music slaps on the way home. Censorship's an issue because they choose what they erase. There's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate. I think Black Lives Matter was the stupidest name. When the system's screwing everyone exactly the same. I just want to spend Thanksgiving Day with- Okay, so there you go. That's the top five songs according to iTunes Music. Now, if you take the flip side and let's take a look at what's on Spotify, don't worry. I'm not going to torture you one more time with all that stuff. Uh, but if we take a look at what the top five songs, according to good old, good old Spotify are, here we go. The weekend to save your tears at number four, 24 golden with mood at number three, the weekend with blinding lights, a double there, bad bunny with Dakiti. And then number one is Olivia Rodrigo with driver's license. According to that, I don't know how this song did make it. How is Dua Lipa not levitating, not making it? Anyways, that's probably a whole other sequence of conversation to go down that particular path. Anyway, let's get you rolling and bowling, and let's get you to the, to the news experts and see what exactly they have to say. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The military seized power in Myanmar and declared a one-year state of emergency. De facto leader Aung San Suu Kyi and other governing party members have been detained. The coup follows elections which were won in a landslide by Aung San Suu Kyi's National League for Democracy Party. The military says it took action because of election fraud. The UK is condemning what it is describing as a coup in Myanmar, as Benji Hire reports from London. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the vote of the people of Myanmar must be respected, demanding the release of the country's civilian leader and president. Those words were echoed by the Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab. In a UK government statement on the state of emergency in Myanmar, a spokesperson called on the military to respect the rule of law and human rights and advocated the peaceful reconvening of the National Assembly, respecting the results of the November 2020 general election. European leaders have issued similar condemnations. Benji Hire, London. The government of Portugal is requesting assistance from European neighbours as the country's health system struggles to cope with the resurgence of COVID-19. The German military has responded to the plea, preparing to send doctors and nurses. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. The German military has said it will send specialist medical teams and equipment to Portugal. The deployment follows a plea from Portugal for international assistance as the country struggles with a surge of coronavirus cases. The Portuguese government has set up 850 special intensive care beds for sick COVID-19 patients. But of that 850, it now says only seven beds remain vacant. The deployment of German medical teams follows similar support efforts from Austria, where the government has said it will be flying sick patients from Lisbon to Vienna to provide care in the Austrian healthcare system. Trent Murray, Berlin. 
At least five people are dead after an attack on a hotel in the Somali capital Mogadishu. Militant group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility for the attack, which started with a car bomb and led to a gun battle with security forces. Former US President Donald Trump says he has a new legal team to defend him at his upcoming impeachment trial. Five members of his team abruptly left last week. Nick Harper reports from Washington. A statement from Donald Trump's office announced that he'd be represented at his impeachment trial by lawyers David Schoen and Dr. Caster Jr. The statement said both men believe the impeachment of a former president rather than a sitting one, as would usually be the case, is unconstitutional. The former president has reportedly struggled to find lawyers willing to take up his case. Trump is accused of incitement of insurrection for provoking his supporters to storm the U.S. Capitol building on January the 6th. The trial is due to start in just over a week's time, and Trump is the first US president to ever be impeached twice. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. someone being bullied online you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org brought to you by the ad council keyboard cat hamilton the pug and toast meets world these are some of the internet's most beloved pets and they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. With streams so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. So there you go. That is what is going on inside of the world of the news and everything that's kind of circulating around. So let's get into the major side of the hit list and let's start going down that path right away. Last year, the U.S. saw a historic increase in murders compared to 2019. A new report from the National Commission of COVID-19 and criminal justice states that homicides rates jumped from 30 percent from 2019 to Hold on, by 30% from 2019 to 2020, while gun assault and aggravated assault rates climbed from 8% or hold on, climbed from 8% and 6% respectively. So there you go. Homicides rates were higher during the every month of 2020, according to experts who called the 30% surge a large and troubling increase in that what no to no modern precedent. Wow, I can't even speak this morning. Data for the reports was collected by 34 cities across the United States of America. So what do you think there as you do take a listen to it? I mean, there was a lot of oddities, if we're being honest here, of the timeline and things that were going on inside of the world. I mean, let's just be realistic here. Some strange stuff, some strange times, unprecedented stuff going on for sure. No doubt about it. So when you take a look at it, and we talk about it, and we go through the whole aspect here. How do you take a look? I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Does the means justify the end? I'm going to say no, but that's going to be the portion that you and I will agree or disagree on, depending on what camp you hang out in. 
on what was going on. But it was very odd seeing a lot of the increase in numbers of assault. I mean, when you start talking about murders here, that's just kind of crazy, um, just overall level, when you start thinking about it. But then again, there's an increase of people being locked up. I don't know that that's the way to free yourself, but I mean, hey, whatever it is being said there. But it's something that we have to talk about because it is a subject of conversation of what is going on. Now, I will tell you, as I took a look at this information yesterday, as I had it, from the CDC. I was kind of amazed just seeing the overall numbers. Now, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on. Chicago teachers have been given a final warning to get back into the classroom. The nation's third largest school district planned on welcoming back approximately 65,000 eighth graders or kindergarten through eighth grader students yesterday, but it fell apart when teachers' unions voted and instructed members to continue teaching remotely. The, t- the school year has been virtual only and plan of going forward of two days in person and three days virtual. And that's what was the plan was. Chicago Public School CEO Janice Jackson warned staff who don't show up that they will lose access to their remote teaching tools. Jackson said there is no reason they can't go back when everybody else across the country has was able to do so safely. So do it. I mean, this is what the lady's saying. I mean, I'm just telling you what's there. Major Lori Lightfoot is hoping that the two sides can reach a deal, saying that she would like to avoid having to take action on teachers who refuse to show up and do show up and do their job. So there you go. I don't know. It's kind of a, it's weird. It's a weird scenario. I mean, so here you go. If you don't do what I'm going to tell you to do, I'm going to take away your access. I mean, here's the thing. Is this still truly for the children? I mean, grandstanding and saying, if you don't do this, I'm going to do X and blah, blah, blah. I mean, what the hell's going on here? I mean, what are we trying to prove over there in Chicago? I mean, not a place that I'm going to go hang out in anytime soon. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> not that I hate Chicago. I mean, just not a place that I'd want to go visit at the moment with everything else going on. It has nothing to do with the children aspect that they're trying to reference here inside of the news Duh. story. But I don't think that that's really what the news story is about. But then again, you already know what's going to happen now. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, coronavirus cases and hospitalizations have continued to drop for the second straight week in the U.S. Just just in last week had dipped about 17%, while hospitalizations dropped 10%, according to the COVID tracking project. Meanwhile, the death toll continues to rise with another 22,795 deaths reported last week alone. As of Sunday, the U.S. had recorded more than 26 million cases and over 440,000 deaths. I mean, think about it. Think about that number. Think about what we're talking about here. 22,797. Take your standard size arena depending on where you're located, and more than likely it has been filled up at least one time over, and that is what we're talking about, amount of death for last week alone. I mean, think about that for a moment. The number as we talk about them, and they change, and they go into these things, and we go 22,797. I don't think that we're putting into perspective what we're talking about amount of numbers. And I know that we've talked about it before, and I know that I'll talk about it again, and I'll say it over and over again. But think about the impact that one life has when they pass away of all the people that they have touched. Now think about that in a scale of 22,797. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Duncan is giving away free coffee every Monday this month. Members of the Chain Rewards Program, Duncan Burks, can score a free medium hot coffee with any purchase during Free Coffee Mondays. The the Donut Joint announced in the recent blog, the promotion comes as a brick-and-mortar business suffered greatly due to the coronavirus. Hold on. Do they have any other kind of business? Like, seriously, what, do they have, like, mail-in or something like that? Duncan previously announced that it would be closing 800 locations at the end of last year, about 8% of its total domestic footprint. 
Okay, so they closed. They're plan- or they were closing eight hundred stores. That brick and mortar bullshit inside of this news story makes no sense. I mean, somebody has to tell. Somebody needs to go to DunkinDonuts.com or Dunkin.com and see what the hell they're selling there that you can't get in person. Because I mean, if it suffered their brick and mortar, I mean, it, there needs to be some context um, right there when it comes to it. Anyways, Monday saw positive movement from major stock indexes as they recovered from their worst week since October. The Nasdaq Composite surged 332 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lifted about 229 points. And the S&P 500 added about 59. Both Microsoft and Intel were their key contributors to the gains realized by the Dow instead of the increase of 3.4% and 2.4% respectively. Retail investors continue to make waves in the market, although GameStop fell about 30.8% on Monday. Small investors seem to drive commodity values higher, with silver adding about 9.3% during the session. So there you go. The game is still there um, for you people to think about in that particular regards. I know that a lot of people have been giving some crap to Robin Hood about this whole thing. I just think it's kind of interesting on how the whole thing worked with AMC and with um, GameStop in particular. But, of course, that is a matter of opinion on my side of the equation. So just think about it in that fashion. Anyways, let's continue talking. More than half of Americans say that they will not get or de- they will not get or delay getting the co- a COVID vaccine, according to a new survey. While the number of Americans who want the vaccine has increased since the end of the year, 51% still remain hesitant or completely opposed to getting poked, according to the poll by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Of the of the opposed group, 31%, 31% say further results about the vaccine effectiveness with side effects needs to be informed, 13% simply refusing, and 7% saying that they will only get it if it is required. Hold on. What is the requirement here? Uh, you need a requ- you need to be requiredly poked. Maybe that's part of the of the new convo. I'm requiring you to get poked. I mean, how's that going to work? I mean, what what stage of life do you have to be in where you're required to do so? Anyways, pollsters also noted that residents living in rural communities who identified as Republicans remained the most hesitant. I don't know. I think that you should identify as human being and make a choice from there. I don't think your political affiliation has anything to do with it. Personal opinion, I could be absolutely wrong. I mean, what do I know? I never know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just talking most of the time. That's one way to look at it. Anyways, LaGuardia Airport suspended all flights yesterday as snow blanketed the region. New York City and Long Island saw snow accumulations at the pace of two inches per hour on Monday morning. The National Weather Service reported nearby JFK remained open through the morning, but nearly 85% of the scheduled flights were canceled. Oh, talk about a nightmare there. When all when all was said and done, the area is expected to have as much as two feet of snow. Two feet of snow. Holy monkeys. There you go. A lot of stuff going on there, that is for sure. Oregon controver- controversial measure 110 went into effect on Monday. The measure reclassifies possession of small amount of hard drugs as civil violation with offenders facing a $100 fine. They can avoid the fine by completing a health assessment, which consists of making a phone call to a helpline that will determine what services the individual may need. Hmm. Okay, the state also plans to fund addiction treatment by reallocating millions of dollars from the state's cannabis tax, according to the Register Guard. So what do you think there? What do you think of the new hard drug um, stuff going on here? I mean, it's just a question and stuff to think about. I mean, not sit around and think about hard drugs, but it's something to think about as we do have the combo. I mean, as you take a look at this and we go through the whole platform and the arrangement and we talk about it, I mean, what do you think here? Do you think that this is something that makes sense? And does it something that should go not just Oregon, but maybe something that kind of goes across other states as well? Not asking for a friend, asking for your opinion. That's for sure. Okay, a police chief from Texas accused of cheating on his wife with at least two other women resigned from his job last week. The same day the same day he was arrested for allegedly falsifying government records by creating fake annulment, a fake annulment papers. 
Jason Collier has been charged with a one state of felony count of tampering with government documents with the intent to defraud. <sighs> okay. The investigation into the Collier began after Cecily, Cecily statements posted on Facebook accusing him of living a double triple life, a double triple life. Cicely said that she was his girlfriend until she discovered that Collier was married with children. Not the TV show. After some digging with the help of social media, she discovered the second girlfriend named Christy. Both women believe that they were engaged to Collier, who had provided each of them with an engagement ring. Oh, my God. Uh, she went as far to say that she was the one who sent the fake... Anno- hold on. That she said... Was it okay that she was the one he sent the fake annulment papers to? Oh my God! For the love of pizza, pizza, punkinita, Collier Actual's wife was not has not commented on the drama. Holy monkeys, dude! Like, what is going on? I would normally input my comment of just move to Utah and get it over with, but that's not fair to the people in Utah to say something like that. But man. What is going on? I mean, how crazy is this? You're living a a double, triple life. Maybe the marriage thing was not for you. Maybe you should have said you're really more interested in an an open relationship. Be honest about it. Opposed to going through this, and then you're going to falsify annulment papers at some some person who's scorned. Not a genius move there. I mean, I'm just saying overall. I don't even know why I'm going into this deep dive. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. You could be listening to the best, but you're not. Radio Big. Okay, Walmart has donated, oh yes, more than $14 million to organizations that promote racial equality last summer. The retailer along with the found with the Walmart Foundation revealed on Monday that they that they gave grants to 16 organizations all a part of their 100 million dollar pledge over 5 years to support racial equality. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan said that they are also in the steps step up recruitment efforts of people of, of for people of color. The company Center for Racial Equality was created last June and will oversee some efforts. So that's that's good news to hear. For sure, exactly what's going on. Before I also forget, too. You know, yesterday started off as Black History Month. And I know I didn't mention it yesterday because here's the thing. And here's where I struggle with some of this. Because in my personal opinion, I don't think there should be a Black History Month. And let me explain what I mean here before we get too too deep down the rabbit hole. I think this should be something that's discussed all the time. I don't think it should just be one particular month. I mean, let's be realistic here. History is history. And yes, it plays such a big fabric into this nation. But I think that it should be discussed more than just one appointed time during the year. Sorry if people think that I'm wrong for that. I mean, I'm glad that there is some highlighted levels there, but I think it should be discussed at all times, not just for a limited particular piece of time. Now, of course, that's my opinion, giving that. Now, some people might agree and some people might disagree with it, but that's where you and I get to converse and, you know, debate and have those discussions on what exactly how it should be. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Just something to think about. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. I love when you press the wrong button and you get all kinds of clusters of sounds going on all at the same time. There, It's always all kinds of fun as I do that. Not the first time that I've done it. Sure, it will not be the last time. These buttons get so sensitive about things. But, you know, I will tell you over the last little bit, I I know I've mentioned this before. I'm going to mention it about a thousand more times before it's all said and done. And I just kind of know that this is some of the reality of the world that we live in. But we are getting into the world of so many experts. We are getting into the world of so many consultants. We have... 
so many conversations now dealing that we have the master classes and the masterminds and the masters and the people that are so dominant in a domain. And hey, that's cool. I mean, you need to, I guess, market yourself however you see that's important to you. I mean, we have experts from everything that you can imagine um, that takes place. It's just amazing when I take a look around people that were professional poker players that are now experts in other fields of, you know, how to protect other crap inside of your world. I mean, I just look at all these different things and I go, how does this actually work? And the power behind saying that you're an expert in something, number one, most of the times the people that are claiming to be quote unquote experts do not provide any kind of legitimate form of how they became an expert. But I take a look around and I see all of these things and I look at the so-called experts in the field, self-claimed, self-proclaimed experts in the field, and look at what they're doing. And I take a look and see how they're doing this stuff. And what I have discovered over the last little bit, the more and more I look into it, is that there's this little phrase that never comes out of their mouth. And it's the phrase that a lot of people fear. And it is the phrase, I don't know. I don't know. Think about that for a moment. The subject matter experts that are out there are unable to use the words, I don't know. So you normally get those weird answers of, let's circle back. Let me get back to you. I'm going to email you with a solution. And most of the times you get nothing in return. Just kind of what I've seen in having discussions with other people, also the same thing. But why is it so difficult to say that? Why is it so difficult to say, I don't know? I think it's virtually impossible to know everything. I don't want the person who is my high-level scientist that is telling me about the breakdown of these molecules to also be my financing person. So that's what I run into the issues here. I want them to be able to separate these things. I have never met a expert that really knows everything. And this is why I have such a hard time with people who claim to have a master class or people that have the blueprint, I mean, you have strategies. Yes, strategies I do believe in. I have a strategy on how your safety programs could work better. I definitely do not have the master blueprint. And this whole thing and this whole notion that one size fits all is virtually impossible to do. It just is. And this is where I have a lot of issues with the subject matter experts. Because your expertise is normally in one thing. It's not in all things. Like, I will be 100% realistic with you. If I go to your organization, I have been called to help with your safety program, which is common. There is a probably good 99% chance that I am not going to understand exactly that the work you do day in and day out. Did you hear that? I am not going to understand the work that you do day in and day out. And here's the reason why. I don't work in the tr- I don't work in the tree trimming business. I don't work in the tree cutting business. I don't work in the I don't work in the manufacturing business. I don't work in the transportation business. I don't work in whatever business. What I do is help people develop and change safety programs. But if you come to me and say, hey, I need to understand how this manufacturing thing can be rectified, blah, 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 and can you sit with our engineers? I'm probably not your guy. 
But the funny part is, is that I have no problem saying, I don't know how to do that. So I am probably not your source of information. Now, here's the thing. We talk about safety and we talk about different things about subject matter experts. But here's the, here's the goal here. What I try to do is blend the worlds together in regards of how people are able to interact. That's mostly why I go to places and attempt to help out. I mean, for what I do, that's a lot of what plays into the factor. But what happens is when you get other people, and I think that this is kind of common at first for everyone. I I really think that it is. It's difficult, truly, to say, I don't know. Like, could you imagine that for a moment? You have a consultant that you've hired, contracted, however you want to word it, and they tell you, I don't know. The person's initial reaction is like, what? What do you mean you don't know? They shouldn't know everything. The same way that I don't think that you should know everything either. I mean, I think that if we're having an honest conversation and if we're being honest here, you should be able to say that. You should be able to say, hey, if you're working in construction, you don't really understand 100% what is going on in the HR department. You don't understand 100% what is going on in the financing department. And that's normally by design. Now, think about it real quick. If you're somewhere that you have a general manager, you have a manager who generally understands the business, but you have people that are assigned certain segments that are managers or leaders, however you want to word it, in those individual departments. Now, they should have a clear understanding. They normally don't cross-blend. Just saying. A general manager will normally be some sort of subject matter expert on certain aspects of it because they might have came out of operations. They might have came out of administration. They might have came out of financing. So they'll have, they'll lean a little bit stronger those directions. But to go around and say that you're a subject matter expert at everything, I just don't think that it's true. The other portion is that's kind of like the whole life coach thing. I mean, you're telling me that your life is so perfect that I need to hire you as a life coach and you can tell me of all aspects of life of what's going on. I have a hard time with that. I mean, I just do. I think that if we can learn of the power of saying, I don't know, things will change legitimately for us. And it's not, I don't know, and I'm not going to do anything about it. I think it's being able to say, I don't know, but we can look into it together to find a solution. Now, if you think I'm off my rocker, you can pretty much tell me I'm 100% fine with that. But that's the thing. At what point do we start having these honest conversations with ourselves and with our organizations that we realize that the subject matter experts or us as people do not know everything about everything? I remember I used to sit in one organization and argue with this lawyer all the time because she claimed that she knew everything about everything. Every time he would say something, no, that's not how that law reads. No, never read the law, didn't know the statute, didn't know the regulation, but she knew that that's not how it read. It's, I just find it very interesting on how certain people think that way. And if we can change that to being able to say, I don't know, and I could seek counsel among people that understand this better, I think we would be in such a better spot overall. Let's just be honest with each other. Yeah, it might put us in a kind of a strange light for a moment, but man, think about the honesty and the actual communication sources that will come out of that in the long run. But what do I know? Just the guy behind a microphone, that's for sure. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? 
Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This is time now for your Motivation Minute, brought to you by bettercreditcards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at bettercreditcards.com. That's bettercreditcards.com. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. I can relate to this. I've had my fair share of hard times. The worst thing you can do is stay there. Keep moving forward. Don't settle for the bad things that life throws your way. Make the decision to take a new path if needed, but to get out of that rut and move forward so you can see what it's like to feel happy again. Everyone deserves to be happy. Find something that makes you happy and find a way to get there. And until you do, listen to Winston Churchill's advice. Keep going. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find more at MotivationMinute.org. version by Liv Lee and Megan Ford. Or Megan Ford. Megan Wolford. What am I thinking? Yeah, the song's available on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for Liv Lee and Megan Wolford actually allowing us to play it. I always like pretty songs like that. I don't know why. I'm just kind of, I guess I'm kind of weird when it comes to those things. Anyways, let's talk about some things going on in the news. I don't know if you saw the news break yesterday. Um, We have had the Saved by the Bell episode that we did in the past. And unfortunately, I have some sad news to share about Saved by the Bell. But Dustin Diamond has died. The actor known best for his role as Screech Powers on Saved by the Bell passed away early Monday morning. According to his representative, his death comes just a month after he had revealed that he had been diagnosed with stage four cancer. He was 44. It's kind of weird because I remember as a child watching that show over and over and over again. It was one of one of my favorite things to do after junior high. I think beginning portions of high school, I would run home to watch that actual show. But it's just, it's mesmerizing to me just hearing how young he was at the time of his passing. You know, it's kind of, it's one of those strange things because we always have that mentality that you have to be old um, for the time that you pass away. But it's just it's just strange on how on how it actually works. Um, I have some more information. Like I said, 
Dustin Diamond, known for playing Samuel Screech Powers in the sitcom Saved by the Bell, passed died on Monday following the hospitalization in January. He was 44. Diamond Dallas' death comes just a few weeks after completing his first round of chemo after being diagnosed with stage 4 um, cell Cell cancer, commonly referred to as lung cancer. After a series of T of minor TV roles in 1998, Diamond Diamond, oh, excuse me, in 1988, Diamond found his signature character cast in Good Morning Miss Bliss. He portrayed Screech for 13 episodes. The show would then go on to go on to be the basis of Saved by the Bell, in which Diamond acted until 1992. As his character aged out of high school, Diamond continued to reprise the role in the franchise of spinoffs, including Saved by the Bell, the college year, Saved by the Bell's new class, and then the latter, the latter of which he start, which he started in, started in, in about for six years. So there you go. Amazing to me, just amazing on how that whole thing works out. And I never know what to say after we talk about something like that. Um, just lost for words on that one. For sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world. Ugh, done. Never. Ugh, just don't know where to go. Let, let's just talk about some other things real quick. As Diamond, or as Diamond Dallas, as Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds can survive superhuman conditions, but off off screen, he's still learning. The stri- the st- straight from the act. The what? The straight from the actor whose new Snapchat series Ryan doesn't know is an education for his self development. On Saturday, the 12-episode series debuted on social media platforms in the trailer. Reynolds says, you could <laughs> you could fill gymnasiums with this things. I don't know. So in the hopes of becoming less boring husband and father, I'm meeting up with talented new artists to whom little about, to little about a lot. Yeah, you heard me there. With their help, I can attempt to sculpting floral arrangements and even axe throwing among things. Be, assur- be rest assured that Ryan Reynolds will do whatever it takes for, for to make sure that he does not suck. Okay, so I guess that will be a new, uh, a new thing for his thing to do. Anyway, so let's continue talking about the world of the news and what is going on. So we spoke about this briefly yesterday, but let's talk a little bit more about it today. News has surfaced recently that The weekend is putting $7 million of his own cash towards the production cost to make sure that the halftime performance at Sunday Super Bowl is one of the one that we won't soon forget. But this investment actually even, <laughs> actually isn't even enough to cover the usual cost of one of the most most anticipated annual musical performance of the year reportedly Shakira and JLo's appearance cost the NFL or the halftime sponsor Pepsi an astonishing 13 million dollars for 13 minute show how does this happen the NFL foots the bill for props stagehands band dues and production costs which means that the 300 drones that Lady Gaga on the giant puppet tiger and the dancing beach balls that Katy Perry needed were covered by the NFL credit card. And the weekend won't receive any paycheck from the NFL if his works on Sunday is done. But he will cash in on other ways. After Justin Timberlake's 2018 halftime show, his music sales rose 543%. Lady Gaga in 2017, her appearance increased her digital sales by 1,000%. I wonder how much he got when the uh, what Justin Timberlake got when the Janet Jackson the Janet Jackson thing occurred. What happened then? Anyways, wow, a million dollars per minute, and I remember that for those who were supposed to be on the sideshow. Think about it that way. On the other hand, a million dollars a minute won't be a bargain if we were talking about commercials. If you look at it in that fashion. Because that's not what they charge for that. And then I'm guessing Bruce Springsteen didn't have quite an, as an elaborate production, is my guess as we talk about it. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things real quick. Non-video chat. A new study gives it a really handy excuse to keep your camera off during a Zoom meeting. It's bad environment. Researchers from MIT and Purdue University say that video conferencing and streaming high-definition content greatly increases the person's carbon footprint. Not a joke here. They found that one hour of video conference of streaming HD shows emit about 150 to 1,000 grams of carbon dioxide. A car burning one gallon of gas emits about 9,000 grams of carbon dioxide. That hour is a video call requires 2 to 12 
<laughs> liters of water, liters of water in demand in the land area of the size of an iPad mini. What does the computer have to do for the carbon footprint? The researchers say that the data processing uses a lot of electricity and that anything that produces electricity also creates carbon water and land footprint by turning the video camera off during a video call and the internet your user can reduce their footprint by 96 percent or by streaming standard definition instead of hd emissions can be reduced by about 86 percent so basically we should sh- basically should we be having conference calls uh, or should we just call it quits altogether <laughs> That explains why my coworkers keep telling me to turn off the camera. I mean, I guess that makes sense now. And well, there you go. Standard definition is the New Year's resolution, I guess, is the way um, to go about it. I mean, I, I don't know. Just something to think about. So here we go. Let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. Some kind of sick joke. Yeah, this is not. This is what I'm talking about here. No, no uh, about it. Duh. So here we go. While the main health concerns of most people these days is COVID-19, the flu virus has pulled a disappointing act. The number of people being stuck by the or being struck by the struck down by the flu this season has dropped by 95 percent in the UK, the lowest level in more than 130 years. A new report shows that the second week in January, usually the peak of the flu season, the number of flu-like illnesses reported are just 1.1 per 100,000 people, compared to the average of five years rate, which is 27 per 100,000. Both Canada and the U.S. are also reporting influenza activity as being exceptionally low for this time of year. Simon de la Suga Director of the Royal College of GP Research and Surveillance Center, which focuses on flu, said that the influenza has now been almost completely wiped out. It is believed that the coronavirus pandemic has played a part of the dramatic fall in numbers, largely because the increased hygiene has left the flu germs nowhere to go. Would you call an expert of this kind to do things as an influencer? Mm-hmm. An influencer, not to mention that the fact that I'm not allowed to go anywhere and get any germs, that might be another kind of corresponding act to the whole thing. And so here we go. So if we can contain the spread of the flu, why can't we why can't we do something about the coronavirus? Just something to think about. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. In innocent sounding words, it's surprisingly naughty origins. Think about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some of these. We're going to butcher some of the words, but we're going to go through them as we talk about them. Gymnasium comes from the Greek word gamasimian. Yes, which means to exercise naked, which is ironically because I have the fear of gyms of being naked. So think about it. When you say about gymnasiums, that's what you're talking about. Mastodon, when the 19th century French naturalist George Cuvier examines a fossile mastodon teeth, he called it a nipple-like. He chose the the woodly beast name from the from the Greek mastodon beast and Odin tooth, so it means massively and daunting. So there you go. Patridge originates from the Greek word do, which means to break wind. Patridge. Patridge became a flotulence bird because of its height wind that it caused to make in the low, whirring noise when it takes off. Remember that Patridge family. Yep, that was a thing. Okay, for, forlorn. Forlorn. It comes from the old English word forlorn, which means deprived, morally abandoned. The Anglo-Saxons, if you were a florin, more than just a friend had abandoned you. Your every moral fiber had abandoned you as well. So something to think about. Anyways, so let's continue. Punk, if it first was recorded by Shakespeare's time, but then the use of the world, he hasn't been taking about some of the mohawk hairdos of the type of music he was talking about the female prostitute. So think about that. You listen to punk music. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I did say that. So some things to think about as we do move forward inside of this world. Anyways, 54 minutes past the top of the hour as we continue talking inside of the world real quick. 
We're going to skip the swamp today for sure. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $42 million jackpot or $31 million cash payout. No, a winner for the ticket for the Powerball. We talked about it yesterday. We came out of New Jersey, just so you know. And let's continue talking, 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 talking. And let's talk about what had occurred back on this date inside of the world. The National, back in 1876, the National League of Baseball is founded. The eight original teams, the Boston Red Stockings, the Chicago White Stockings, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, the Hartford Dark Blues, Louisville Grays, Mutual of New York, mm -hmm, Philadelphia Athletics, and the St. Louis Brown Stockings. All things that occurred back on that date. Just in case, if you want to know about some birthdays about today, let's talk about them. Harry Winks turns 25. Lauren Bushnell Lane, reality star, turns 31. Emily Rose turns 40. Shakira turns 44. Christy Brinkley turns 67. Dwayne Chapman turns 68. Ina Garten turns 73. And David Jason turns 81. That's all occurring today. If you want to talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today, National Heavenly Hash Day, National Tater Tots Day, National Groundhog Day, all oh, that's today, National Hedgehog Day, and National Ukulele Day. So there you go. There's some days that you can celebrate for today. Before I forget, would love to share with you real quick. Um, let me take a look. We got this event coming up. Safety Reconfigured, February the 16th. You can come hang out with us. We're going to talk about reconfiguring the world of safety inside of what you got going on. If you want to come hang out with us, you can go to safetyfm.io to find out more information. This is happening on February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come hang out and we'll do some things there. Also, if you have not hung out on our Radio Big platform, this is what the layout of the land looks like. 7 a.m. to 10, it is me in the Eastern Time Zone. Chris Russell takes over 10 to 2. And then John and Heidi between 2 and 6 in the afternoon. Christy Scott takes over in the evening time, 6 to 10. And we got Terry Terry Dean Christensen between 10 and 2 in the overnight if you want to come and hang out. And then we drop this bad boy today. If you haven't taken a listen, you should take a listen to this when you do get a chance. I get to interview Rachel Walla on the Jay Allen Show podcast so take a listen to that one. T take a listen to what she has to say about the world of safety and videos and everything that she's come about with over the last little bit and what she's doing on YouTube where you can take a listen to those things. Anyways, let's get into some other stuff relatively quick here. Let's talk about some of the things that, that are going on inside of the world. So let's take it from the very, 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 very top. If you need a random joke for today, here you go. Life is not a fairy tale. If you lose your shoe, if you lose a shoe at midnight, you were drunk. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What fictional death affected you the most? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. A, a survey found that more than 20% of us Keep this odd item in our glove compartment. What is it? A tube of toothpaste. So there you go. Anyways, if you're suffering from any signs of depression or have been contemplating suicide, I want you to call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. They're the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they are there to answer questions and help you through the time of struggle. Before you do your next move, make sure that you give them a call. Anyways, that's what everything that we have going on here today on the Rated R Safety Show. If you want to come out and hang out with us, go to the other side of the equation. Come and hang out with us on radiobig.fm. We will be hanging out, doing some things right there on radiobig.fm, doing all kinds of fun stuff this morning. We will definitely get into the top five songs. We will talk about slices of BS and some whack facts as we get onto the other side there. If you want to go down the route of taking a listen to what is going on inside of the world of safety, hang out right here on, right on safetyfm.com. That will take you down that particular path if you're interested in finding out more information. Well, I will tell you this. If I can leave you with a thought for, for today, I'll leave you with this one. Well done is better than well said. Think about it in that fashion. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM. 
home of real safety talk. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.